0: Okay, so everybody, listen to this. So, Batum came in today with the new love haircut, first of all. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it took me about 20 minutes to notice. But it, then it took her a full week to notice. You've had that cut
1: for a week? Yeah. Mm. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? Yeah. Right, right when we got back from tour. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so she came in today, and normally she's got like these flowy, like sarongy kind of outfits on, but today it's like a blazer, yeah. skinny jeans, yeah. yeah, skull t-shirt, yeah, and like it's it's new professional hairdo. What's happening here? Mascara. Oh Oh my god! god. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, what are you? Uh, are you thinking of quitting? No. Are you just getting a boost of self-esteem? What's happening? She's in love. She's been in love forever, though.
1: Yeah, I've been in love for a while. No, well... What's... I needed the haircut. I wanted the haircut. And then with the Uh haircut...
0: Because we went from hippie to, like...
1: The haircut, Yuppie. Overnight. The haircut inspired... Others. I was like, the haircut's cute. I mean, I'll put some makeup on to go with mm. my new cute haircut. Yeah. So now I have makeup on with my new cute haircut. Uh-huh. I can't roll in the pajamas because mm. it just doesn't really go with the makeup and my new cute haircut.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm feeling it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Keep it going. Does it mean something, though? No. Well, no. Are you sure? Well, you know, I I'm trying to be a grown-up.
0: That's really, n- it's overrated. <laughs>
1: Grown-ups get dressed for work.
0: I don't. And Look at me. I'm in my pajamas. I know, but you're a special case. Look at Andy. And Andy's in her fitness situation with her big old pregnant belly. Uh-oh. No, it's not big. It's yeah, big. It's, it's, it's really fine. Not. It's getting bigger, girl. Look at. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's just hanging out. It's beautiful. That is a baby, right? Yeah, it's a baby. Not drinking too much? No. Good to know. All right, yeah, go on. Look at us. We're We're, we're established, and we're quite casual. Yes, but yeah. you you are the you
1: are the brand. You can do whatever you want as a representative of your brand. Mm-hmm. Michelle, processing <laughs> this. Uh huh. I feel I should probably try on a semi-regular basis to look a little bit more professional.
2: Hmm. Respect, like it. Really? I, I feel a little, yeah. I'm not gonna. I I feel a little threatened.
0: Well, look, don't. I feel a little. Don't get too worried. I'm just feeling a little. God. Like, are you looking for other bosses?
1: What are, you, what are you trying to do here?
0: Like, are you are you trying to...
1: Who are you trying to impress?
0: You never know. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh,
1: my God! <laughs> oh, oh, my God! Did you see what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what just yeah. happened? Yeah. 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 It got a haircut. Yeah.
2: And, it and it wants it upward mobility. It mm-hmm. does!
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Julian, don't get threatened. No. I feel a little... Fine. All right. I actually have a segment I'd like to do. Are we ready? This is big. This is a big deal, and and I'm going to tell you why. If you follow my Facebook, you may have seen that I had a bit of a a kerfuffle. A a thing happened to me Mm -hmm. at the Rijik Museum in Amsterdam. Yes. An outrageous thing, mind you. So let me preface this by saying this segment actually, like all kidding aside, I thought about making it an I'm too famous for this because what happens is absurd, but it actually has a real significant point in a message. So I don't know. I might be I'm too famous. I'm not sure. But I really need you to, you guys to think about and process what we're going to discuss. So here's what happens. Go to Amsterdam. I've always wanted to go. I really didn't have any expectations of the Dutch. I was like, they like their cheese. They've got great health care. They seem like a pretty accepting people. The hookers have a 200-page rule book to make sure they stay healthy and safe. And, you know, they tax the crap out of marijuana. And because of this, everybody has health care. Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, they've got their stuff together. And let me tell you, they do. I get off the airport. The first the taxi at the airport is a Tesla. Like, all the lights at the hotel are on timers. Like, they're extremely green. Everything is organic there. Like, they take it all very seriously. And every as I said, they take very good care of their people. And I was like, this is really... Meanwhile, the country is the size of a thimble compared to America. But So it's obviously a lot easier to get it together when you're managing something a bit smaller. But they really seem, in my opinion, from the outside, like they've got it together. right? Right? Anyway. So... I had no other expectations. I was just like, awesome, they like cheese, and you know, this is going to be fun, and the city's hundreds of, and thousands of years old, and I've always wanted to see it, and cool. So, I start to notice little things, like with regard to service, and, and I, we've I've mentioned this before, but like in Europe, they don't really tip, and therefore the service isn't the same as in America, and you kind of are like, well, this is just the way that it is. It's the culture, and in America, you expect service. That's not the way things are here. And, you kind of think, all right, is it me or is this the culture? So now, as I begin to really pay attention, I'm starting to notice it's us. It's Heidi and I. And we're experiencing things like this. So we'll walk into a restaurant where we have a reservation. And I'll go, hi, how are you? We have a reservation. And I'm extremely cognizant of the fact that people don't like Americans, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm always feeling like I'm trying to backpedal and make up for this. And I'm overwhelmingly like sweet and patient and calm and i'm in your country and i'm following your culture and i'm so anti jillian it's like i go in we have a reservation and they're like "Uh uh-huh what's the name and they hear your american accent and you're like oh it's michael's Uh, uh uh-huh can you take a seat at the bar and i'm like sure um is, is the table ready or uh i'll go check right behind us will come in a dutch couple Speaking Dutch, which fair enough, of course. And they immediately take their jackets. Haven't taken our jackets. Would you like to come up? And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. We're here. Our reservation's at 9 o'clock. And I look at the thing. Their reservation is at 9 o'clock. They take them immediately upstairs, seat them by the window. We go upstairs 10 minutes later, and there are two tables in the corner. Which would you like? So I'm like, all right. That's fine. But this is, this is constant there. So like another um, that bakery, I, you know, what would you like? I'm like, oh, may I have a scone, please? No, they don't respond back, but they'll get the scone. And then you're like, would you, would you mind, um, could, could you heat it up? Because, of course, a scone that's not heated up is rock hard. And they're like, ugh. So they're ugh, right, like this. So they put it in the microwave, and then they just don't give it back to you. So five <laughs> minutes later, I go up to another woman, and I'm like, um, do you mind, uh, can I just get my, my scone? And she goes, yeah, scone? Scone? And I was like, uh, it says scone. It says scone in your bakery window. So, I, but this has been going on and on, so I'm getting irritated, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you got it, a scone. And Heidi's like, oh, crap. Cause she can see that I'm starting to get really sick of it. Because it's like every other interaction is hostile. <laughs> yeah. So we go to the Rajik Museum. And this museum is like their little version of the Louvre mind okay. you it's not mm-hmm. nothing is the Louvre but it's like their version of the Louvre we buy uh, excuse me autumn buys my tickets online for me because it says if you buy your tickets online you don't need to wait in the queue being American I don't want to wait in the queue so we buy our tickets online I go up and I'm like hi and I show my tickets and, and she goes you need to get in line and I, I'm like well we bought our tickets mm-hmm. we bought our tickets online so we, we don't have to get in line we can't scan these so I, I was like, well, why would you sell get in line? Mm. So I get in line. I wait 30 minutes and she goes, Oh, you could have just gone to ticket one and we would have just swapped it out, which of course, no. So I'm thinking, all right, maybe the one upstairs didn't know about the line one. So we start walking around and we're looking at things and Heidi's standing in such a way where she's kind of like on the ball of her back foot and her weight is on her front foot and people keep kicking her. Hmm. And she's like, Am, are you getting kicked? And I'm like, no, I'm not, what are you talking about? And she's like, they're kicking me. And I was like, no, honey. And she's like, I'm being kicked. So I go across the room, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this, right? So I watch, and sure enough, two employees in a bla- in black blazers, right? Because they're, like, serv- making sure people don't touch the, kick her foot. Like, they're not tripping. On purpose? Yes! So I'm just like, what's wow. happening right now? Like, I'm trying to kind of, like, oh. I'm just sort of like, what, what, and and by the way, another thing, like, that they'll do, you'll be sitting at a bar, so, like, the night before, I was sitting at a bar, and I was so excited, and we're in this, like, 500-year-old bar, and it's small, and they'll come and, like, push you, like, lean against you, so you sort of fall off your seat. What? So, they'll make you super uncomfortable, so you'll move. And one guy, like, this one guy, I was like, I'm so done with this, because, like, they'll walk into you, they'll shove you. I was like, I am so done with this that I just literally, like, put all my weight against him. And I was like, you know what, dude? We're going to spoon before this night is over. (laughs) I am not moving from this chair. And I could feel him getting a little uncomfortable, so he starts to separate. But it was almost Mm. like a stare down. He had his shoulder blade to my shoulder blade. And I was like, I will place my head in your armpit, and you will hold me like I am your sweet baby before I give you my barstool, you Yeah. Anyway, so it's like a weird thing, right? So I'm like, it's very territorial. So I'm like, all right. And it happens after they hear you talking and they know you're an American. Mm. So anyway, it's time to go. We're just trying to just, we're just like, all right, maybe this is, they're just, they don't have a, they don't have a space thing here, like a personal space thing. Or we're just trying to process it all. So I go and I'm waiting there. We're going to coat check. All of our stuff is at coat check. It's time to leave. There are three windows lined up. The one in the center is is a large section where people are turning their coats in. There's one to the right and there's one to the left. Now, my ADD, there's nothing going on at the left. And at the little one on the right, I see people getting their jackets. So I queue up. I get in line. I get to the front. And they go, sorry, this is for groups only to get their coats back. And I go, I just saw a few people get their coats back. No, they're members that weren't in, like, a group, right, a tour. They're members. I go, oh, okay, well, where, where do I get? Mind you, there's one coat check, but I go, okay. Where do I get my coat? Down there at the left window. I go down to the left window. There's no one in line, so I'm like, okay. Um, I go, hey sir, can I get my uh, my stuff? And I give him my little tag. No, go down there. Mm. Now I'm like, wait, what is going on here? So I was like, well, wait, she just told me to come down here to you. No. So I turn around and I go to walk. Which, by the way, there's now a whole new line. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to wait. And I look back, and the guy gives a woman her bag. So I walk back, and I go, why did you just give her her bag? And he's like, she just needed something out of her bag. And I go, well, I just need my bag, period. You don't even need to make the return trip. I just need my bag. No. No. And I go, sir, you are going to get my bag because you are currently in possession of my things. He goes, no, I'm not. And he goes to take my tag away from me. So now I reach out, I cl- clutch the tag, and I go, I'd like to see a manager. No. I go, And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, is there a camera on me? Like, is Ashton going to jump out and be like, ha, 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 Like, you know, it's, it's a joke. So I, I was like, what's your name? He takes his name tag off and runs into the back. And I, I'm like, how is this happening? So oh, my God. Security comes over. Oh. And security's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I would love to know. I'm like, I don't know how you guys run this establishment, but I need my things. And he's like, what do you mean, you guys? I'm like, the employees of this museum. That's what I mean when I say you guys. I need my things. What window do I need to go to to get my things? There are only three. And Heidi then goes up to this woman in the center and she's like, can you do me a favor? We really need to go. And, you know, we have a Skype. She pulled the kid card. She's like, we have a Skype with our kids in a few minutes. And I really just need my things, please. So this woman gives her, and I go, I would like, I'd like to speak to the manager. So the manager uh, comes over and he's like, yes. And I, his name is Nick Post, right? So I go, okay. I'm like, Nick, look, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, but I try to get my things back for like, 30 minutes I'm trying to get my things back and he's like well you just had clearly had a misunderstanding And I go well was I in the wrong the wrong line like the guy's line right and I go is that the line he goes yes but you jumped the line I go no no I'm like there was a queue and I waited in it and I went over there as instructed and there was no line well obviously you're just very confused so I look at the guy and I'm like, I look at him in the eye and I'm like, all right, I get it. And he gives me this mm. look like, that's right, you American bitch, oh. right? He looks at me and I was like, I get it, oh. I get what's going on here. And I was like, all right, I'd like to fill out a complaint. And he goes, he's like, Uh-huh, don't worry, they'll get it. And at this point, I've now I'm so pissed, and mm. I go, you know what? I'll make sure they get it. So on Facebook, I was like, I have never 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 and i have traveled the world Mm. i've been to the middle east when i was visiting the troops but nevertheless i have been to qatar abu dhabi jordan i mean i have been all over the world all different parts of europe where they stereotypically hate americans Mm. i have been all africa india europe the middle east i've been all over australia new zealand i've been all over the world i've been on every continent for the most part And I have never experienced anything like it. So I go, and the reason I'm actually bringing this up is because I put it on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, I've never experienced anti-Americanism like I did at this museum. Because I was like, you know what? You're not going to get away with this. It's not cool. If you're going to behave like this, that's fine. But I am going to put you on blast. And I started to look at the comments. And a woman was like, now you know what it feels like to be black in America. Another Mm. one was like, now you know what it feels like to be Latin and have everyone call you Mexican. Another lady was like, now you know what it feels like to be Muslim and have everyone wow. think you're a terrorist. Wow. And it went on mm. and on. And by the way, it was Super Bowl Sunday here, which I didn't even realize. And there were over a thousand comments on the post. Wow. wow. Yeah. And it was and, and then people are like back and forth of like, well, I've always experienced the Dutch as being lovely. And I was like, I didn't say it was the Dutch. Mm-hmm. It it was it was definitely more than I've ever experienced in any yeah. country. Mm-hmm. And it was 50 50 down, down the middle of like one person. And they were no, no one was lovely with us. Not one person was lovely. They would be civil. But nobody would be like, lovely, how are you? Hello. Nobody. And in hospitality, too, you'd think that regardless. They don't have really a hospitality culture, which I understand. But nobody was wow. just like warm. Like if you'd have an interaction where you'd purchase something, and that's. But then I'd watch them with other Dutch people, and I could tell it was like, oh, thank you, oh, good, have a nice day. Like, you can see the human interaction. And I was like, okay. And and the reason I bring this up is because I think that it's very easy. And you know something? I get it. America is not a perfect country. I don't think that it is. What I can tell you here, though, is that we are notoriously known to have a 50-50 divide on damn near every issue. So when you may have something that you don't like about a culture, I promise you there are 50% of the people in this country that don't like that very thing as well, no matter what it might be. And when you judge somebody based on their skin color, their religion, mm-hmm. their their country of origin, their gender identity, their sexual preference, you have completely cut off an ability, quite honestly, to make a new
3: friend. Mm-hmm.
0: Why... No. Oh my I god! I mean, I have no
3: tolerance for this because th- this is about bullying and it, it is dis- about bullying. You're right. And disrespecting people for their differences and that that hit a nerve uh, with all your Facebook followers because everyone has experienced being treated unfairly at some point or another because of who they are. Yeah. And this is just this is uh, this is unacceptable, especially for adults to be behaving this way. And,
0: you know, I'm I'm sitting sitting here boiling. I just think, why judge a person? Oh, I'm going to get Heidi on the phone. I want her to talk about being kicked. And it was so funny because she's like, I'm a good person. Why are they kicking me? Nope. C- hey. she, honey? Yeah? Hello, mouse. Hello. Honey, can you please tell everybody how you were kicked at the museum? <laughs> well...
4: I just have a tendency to stand on one leg and, like, kick one foot back just a little bit, like, and rest the tip of my toe on the floor. And so people would just walk by and then kick my foot.
0: Have you ever, have you stood like this for the majority of your life? Yeah. Have you ever had issues standing that way? No. Have you ever been kicked for standing that way?
4: (laughs) I don't think so.
0: Have you ever been kicked? Maybe in a
4: crowded place, but it wasn't crowded.
0: Have you ever been kicked repeatedly for standing that way? No. No. What's your take on it, honey? How did it make you feel?
4: Well, I thought maybe they had a spatial awareness problem at first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We did, too. We were like, maybe there's like a personal space issue? Like, go, Go on, honey, go on. But then when it kept happening, I
4: was like, this can't be a coincidence that all of these people have this problem. And I think their problem is Americans. It's not spatial awareness.
0: Yeah, 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 yes. And and, and how does that make you feel, Mouse? You know, I was just like, whatever. It wasn't that Jeez, big of a whatever, deal. whatever, by the way, I was incensed. She was whatever, and I was incensed. And she's like, forget it. This manager doesn't care. He's not going to file the complaint. And I was like, this is a matter of principle.
4: It's wrong. Because I just thought, you know, we had a limited amount of time there. Why waste a half an hour dealing with these people when they really
0: aren't going to care?
4: They're not going to do anything. They just think you're crazy and you're wrong. So
0: They don't but, think we're crazy and we're wrong. They just think, ha-ha, I've irritated you. Right. And I don't like you, stupid American. But mm-hmm. so why let them like realize that they affect you? Because in my opinion, you need to stand up for what's not right. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if every black person, I can't even begin, I shouldn't even compare this to racism back in the day. So I'll just say now because it's a far more, racism is far more subtle and subversive these days. And I, I see it with my own kid, but I see it with my friends who, you know, they'll go to like a department store and they'll go to buy one thing and then they'll go to get their parking validated. And someone will say to them, you didn't need to buy that just to get your parking validated. Like they're cheap. But I could do the same thing and it would never happen. You know what I mean? It's far more subversive. But I think that you've got to stand up to that. I think it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it should be called out. I think it should be exposed. I think we should look at any sort of – And you know, we've all been guilty of this to a certain degree. And I told a story about how there were these um, uh, Orthodox Jews – at the, at the OBGYN's office when Heidi was pregnant, and I thought for sure, because we were a same-sex couple, that they were going to be judging us, and I forgot my wallet, and the woman came running over and stopped me and was like, you forgot your wallet. And I was like, God, you're an ass, Jillian. You are an ass. The person who's an ass here is you. The person who made the judgment was you. And I try to be really conscious of that, but I just think we should get real about the opinions we make. And yes, you know what? There are certain cultures that, that definitely may... Gravitate towards things you don't like, but it doesn't mean that every individual in the country feels the same way Yeah, or every individual from that area, that color, that ethnic group, that this or that. Judge, I think we can judge people once they've presented their true selves to you as an individual. And the the judgment comes from I don't like that person. I don't want to hang out with them anymore. Mm -hmm. Not that they're less than you, but if you don't personally enjoy their company, by all means then you can say, I have assessed this individual, I don't like them, I don't want to hang out with them. But it doesn't give you the right to kick them, shove them, hold their things Mm -hmm. or not serve them like when you're in a when they need their things out of Kochek. For God's sake. Right. Right. And the
3: and the whole the whole challenge is standing up for yourself without losing your cool because that's the hard part I mean I, no. would, I would be incarcerated over there because I, I have a hard time witnessing that type of, of treatment but you know you are I think it is good to stand up for yourself but you have to do it in a way that empowers you and doesn't make you look
2: but like I did I not crazy. stay calm
0: honey was I totally calm? Yeah, you were pretty calm. I was, I was placid, so calm.
2: Yeah, there was,
0: there wasn't a, there wasn't a, a, a. Well, first of all, I have Botox in my forehead, but there wasn't so much as a, a facial expression. I was, I was dead calm, and cause on purpose, because I was like, I am not gonna give you the right to be like, look at that loud, obnoxious American. Right. But then I, then the museum was like, oh, you know, they tweeted me what happened. I'm on Twitter, right? I'm sitting here direct messaging them, like. And they're like, yeah, we'll look into it. And then just never got back to me. Mm. Never Mm. got back to me. And I was like, that's disgusting. Shame on you. You're a museum. Mm. A museum. So really, I just think after reading all the things that other people wrote about how they feel judged and persecuted uh, by their religion or their ethnicity. Honestly, please, we all have these prejudices. I know that we do. We wouldn't be human if we didn't have it. We are intrinsically afraid of differences. It's primal in one another. But give somebody a chance. Give them a chance. And don't judge them based on a sweeping generalization or a stereotype, because then the person who's a jerk is now you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right,
3: Mouse? Uh, correct. It's a good reminder that we all need to be kind to one another and treat people with respect. Yeah, um, that's, you're right. It's, it's that simple. It's just, you know, you don't have to like someone, but you don't ever treat someone that way. See, you're
0: exactly right Michelle that, that is simple. what it is it's mutual respect mm-hmm.
3: yeah and Hi. it's sad that it's it's still not out there especially in adults shame on you shame yeah
0: oh oh well I'd like to elaborate on one more thing then because you bring up the adult thing babe did you ever see what I, I posted something else on my Facebook did you ever see this honey it was a dad so this guy adopted because you bring up bullying so boy Michelle good luck editing this segment it's going to go on for an eternity uh So this dad posts on Facebook, he's he's adopted um, a little girl from Africa years ago, she's like a teenager, and other girls in her class are sending Snapchats to her, and they're using the N-word, and they're calling her slut, and, you know, the Snapchat thing, so for those of you who don't know what a Snapchat is, if you don't have a teenager, (laughs) uh, a Snapchat is a little video that you send that disappears, right? It disappears after you watch it, doesn't it? Yeah, you can make it disappear. Yeah.
3: Michelle, you're a millennial? Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm too old for Snapchat. I really am. That's like I don't even
4: understand Snapchat. Yeah, it it's it's, it's, huge, it's so though. you can
3: send naked pictures of your parts and then they
0: disappear. Well, that's not what they were doing. They were using it to bully. Anyway, the right. dad captures the fourth Snapchat with his cell phone, right? And he goes to these kid's father. And the father Is like, you N-lover, you're a fag, and, like, starts saying all this stuff. So he captures that on on his his answering machine, and he goes on Facebook, and he makes a video, and he's like, you know what? I don't know where else to go with this. This guy says he's happy to share his opinion with the world, and his name, here he is. And the guy got fired from his job. Good. He went into rehab, by the way. And the two girls that were bullying got removed from the state, but the reason I bring this up is because the point is that that behavior is taught mm-hmm. it is taught by the parents, hence the concept of the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, yeah right. so you need to we need to be really careful of how we behave in front of our kids mm-hmm. and the things that we say mm-hmm. and it's always
3: the other person it's never it's never you know. It's never the one who's being picked on. You know, it has nothing to do with the color of your skin no. or who you are or if you're an American in a different country. It has to do with the other person projecting their ish right. onto you and what they've
0: grown up learning and all their issues. So that's what bullying is all about. People feeling helpless, trying to feel in control and insecure. It makes me mad. Me too. All right. Well, I think we should do a segment on laundry. Honey, can you stay around? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been hit with overdraft fees or penalty fees? Do I even need to ask you? I think we've all had this happen to us throughout our lives, and guess what? It sucks, it's awful, it's not fair, you lose hard-earned money, and on top of that, you just get really down on yourself. Well, you know what? There's a new company called GoBank. This is the checking account that lets you say goodbye to big banks and their big fees. It's been all over the news. They've gotten rave reviews. They were even featured as the best new app in the Apple App Store. So you can go to GoBank's award-winning app. You can deposit checks. You can send money to friends. You can pay bills and more. You get 42,000 fee-free ATMs. That is twice as many as Bank of America or Chase. You can sign up in minutes at GoBank.com or on their app. Apply even if you've been turned down at other banks. GoBank is a paid sponsor of this podcast, and you can learn more about their simple fees at GoBank.com forward slash no worries. All right, guess what? This read is going to be for me. It's my product. It's my clothing line with Kmart called Impact. Yes, a true line of awesome fitness apparel that performs fantastic, that looks Fantastic. And that's guess what? Affordable and accessible. So all joking aside, we have focused on core training, yoga, running, and even an athleisure or athletic lifestyle for those cool sweatpants, the cool jackets. You know what I'm talking about? This line reflects my passion for inspiring and empowering women as well as Kmart's commitment to providing quality and affordability in fitness related categories. So All you've got to do is go to Kmart.com right now, check it out, and guess what? You can save an extra 10% off of Impact by Jillian Michaels with the code JILLIAN10. Now, this deal ends Saturday, February 21st, so head over to Kmart.com right now before the end of the week if you want to take advantage of this discount offer. I pulled an article... That's not stereotypical to the uh, the show. And it's from Real Simple Magazine, and it's about laundry. And I pulled it for a reason. Honey, are you there? Yeah. Why don't you... It's called 12 Laundry Mistakes You're Probably Making. You want to you wanna tell people how you feel about laundry? Well, what do you mean that I do our own laundry? No, you obsessively do our own laundry.
4: I don't trust anyone else to do our laundry, so I do it.
0: We have I, a housekeeper, by the way. That you don't let me. the housekeeper
2: do your laundry? No, she's been no, with me for ten no. years.
0: Nope. Tell, wow. Tell her, tell her.
2: Tell her. Because I well, you know, there have been
4: incidents of shrinkage and mm. um, whites turn gray and things like that. So I just feel like I'll do it. You're and bound to have way. some
0: casualties, though.
4: I guess, but I feel like it's less if I do it.
0: This is a this is a big deal. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, it's obsessive. So I pulled this for Heidi, and I... I see what I'm doing wrong? No, no, no. I pulled it so that I can educate all of our listeners in a way that might make you happy. And I, I thought you could, uh, you could weigh in here, babe. Okay. I mean, I don't think I'm an expert on laundry. I just like to do our laundry. Okay. Well, honey, why don't you weigh in here? Are you guys ready? This, this might be shocking. Okay, we're ready. Okay, okay. Too much detergent is a bad thing. Because suds can hold dirt that would normally get pulled from clothes, and then it gets caught in areas that won't always rinse clean. Wait,
3: like, can I stop for a second? Yeah.
0: Do you want to make this as a quiz? Oh, yeah. How, okay, so how should we do so it? Quizzes.
3: So quiz so us. All right, are you ready? How, so the first one would be like-
0: A full, uh, load of laundry, a full uh, dose of detergent or a half dose? Or something
3: like, yeah. Got
0: it. All right, are we ready? Or is more detergent better?
3: Is it's more detergent is it clean clothes better Got it, than got less. it. All right, yeah.
0: are, are we ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm going to turn this into a little quiz and test your laundry knowledge. Is more detergent better or worse? Better.
3: I always put, you know, if I have a dirty load, I just put a little extra.
0: Honey? Same.
4: I measure it to the exact line that it says. Mm.
0: Look how anal. Okay, well, (laughs) you're all wrong. Less is more. Half the amount of detergent than you normally use is better to gradually clean your clothes. It says excess suds can hold dirt that's been pulled from the clothes and then get it caught in other areas that don't rinse clean. And it can cause bacteria buildup. I just don't get it because you see this
3: huge load and you put this tiny amount of soap and it's like, how is that cleaning that whole load? No,
0: I'm telling you. And it no is. suds, and you just feel like you need to see white, fluffy suds. Mm-hmm. No, 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 oh, yeah. No, that's an indication of, of a very harsh chemical okay. cleaner, by the way. Okay. okay. Now, when you load your washer, how should you do it? As in, what's the what's the protocol? Detergent first, clothes first, water first. What do we think? Well, I think it depends if you're a top loader or a front loader. Oh, okay, you're a top wow. loader. Autumn Jeez. thinks she knows. Well, you're gonna have to come over here and jump on a mic. Okay, it's a top loader. It says a top loader. What should you do first? Go, Autumn.
1: Well, I think you're supposed to put the water in with the soap first.
2: Oh my God, she's right. That makes what? sense because you want it to be soapy oh. and you want it to have. You want to prepare the water for the clothes.
1: And if you just dump your powder on top or underneath. It get, if it's powder that you're using, it was it meant gets stuck.
2: to prevent residue
3: on the fabric and the machine. Oh, see, I put the the soap in, then I dump the load in, call it a good day.
0: Well, it says most detergents nowadays are not harmful to clothes the way the old formulas were, as long as you're not using bleach. Um, it says you don't have to add the clothes after the water because clothes can float. Instead, it says use... Ooh, hold on. It says use this order.
2: Oh, no, it's changed. Huh. Clothes, then water, then soap. That's the right way to do it? Yes, it is. So you pour the soap onto your clothes? I thought the clothes absorbed the soap and then only That's not that anymore. That Modern detergents are not uh. harmful to clothes. So close,
0: the, start the load, close, and then, close, then put the soap load, in. water, then soap. Too much time.
1: Yeah, or so top but <laughs> that means... Right, you have to start the load Mm-mm, because mine it. won't wash. I don't know. Like, the wa- I have to wait for it to fill and then remember oh. to come back when the water is full to add the soap?
2: Yeah, it's not going to happen. No and I'll way. forget the soap. But I have a front loader, so I have a little compartment that I put in all my little things, and then I shut it and turn it on, and it knows when to put the soap in.
0: Oh. Oh. oh.
2: Fancy. Yeah. Fancy schmancy. All right. Yeah. Now,
0: what should you do with your pants, your jeans? Put them inside out. Is that really what you, okay, but you're, that's not it, actually. The number one thing that you need to do. To prevent- Cold water. Not, not, not to, to prevent divert. damage to zip other it. clothes.
3: Oh, she said it. What'd she say? She, did she say zip, zip it. it? Zip it. Yes. God, Heidi, you are good. I, yes, I know because why of, you do your own laundry. Yeah. Metal yeah. teeth
0: can snag delicate and woven clothing that's being washed in the same load. Uh. Ah, Ah. But it says that what it can do is it can stress the buttonholes. So make sure that it's unbuttoned, even though it's zipped. These are some serious rules. Yeah. Who's, how are you supposed to know this stuff? I don't know. How you supposed, this is not handed down from mother to daughter, Mm-mm. or from father to son, by the way, no. for fear of being sexist. Mm-mm, I've no. never heard this before. No. Yeah. Okay. How do you know this, Heidi? Yeah, how do you know this, Heidi? Maybe my mom.
4: Really? Yeah all yeah. right my mom didn't do that to use bleach or not to use bleach i'm anti but
3: i mean i thought bleach was for like whites like you put a little bleach in there to get the whites you know a little more white but i don't know i don't know what it is for anyway. i'm quite
2: well i'm just questioning all my laundry knowledge now <laughs> i'm intimidated to answer because i would have said a resounding yeah. cocky yeah bleach. yeah bleach bleach yes dilute it in the water for whites and they come out all lovely no, see? No, it says that
0: you should think twice, that you don't need it to get rid of protein stains like blood, sweat, and tears. It says that you should use natural options because they are much healthier for you and much better mm-hmm. on the clothes, like lemon slices. Oh, wow. Lemon slices? Wow! Wouldn't that what get, like, pulp to? everywhere? It naturally bleaches the clothes and disinfects them, mm-hmm. honey. Wow! Oh, look at you, yes. mouse. We, we stumped you. We stumped yeah, you. That one. Yeah. I the Honest stain remover, and that's it. Oh well, look at you sucking up to the honest company for free swag. <laughs> okay. Let's try the lemon they might thing. might lemon in there, though. I don't know. Hmm. They Interesting. Let's give it a shot. When doing loads of laundry, should you go back to back, or should you pause before running the dryer in subsequent cycles? Oh, you're just stumped, aren't you? It's just too much. Thinking. <laughs> I mean really. This is serious.
3: Why sure. is this important? Well, because it's is it's important to Heidi. Okay. Uh, it's not. I I mean Don't lie. No, I mean what what? why okay, doing a lot of I don't know, maybe the energy factor there? Yes! Huh. Back oh, to back energy. loads. Oh, back gosh. to back loads pulls right. the grid. Yes. That's we care about right. the planet. We care about this. I yes. take it back.
0: And it helps your energy bill. What? Ah, that's a great one, then. Yes. All right. All right. Last one. Can anybody give me their dryer de-wrinkling
2: strategy before I tell you what you should do? Anyone? Did, Anyone? Uh, Dampen the clothes a little bit beforehand?
3: I, I throw those little uh, things in there. Those the balls. Little, not the balls, but the uh, little uh, sheets. sheets. A
2: dryer sheets. Dryer sheets. Like dryer
0: sheets. One of this is on the list. Autumn?
1: I wrinkle a wrinkle releaser I'll put it in with like a wet washcloth or like a damp towel what
2: what, hmm. what? yeah that makes sense it to steams me steams it steams it hmm
0: okay well you're all wrong, wrong? What? here's what you do alright don't A overpack The dryer, Mm. because then they don't have a chance to sort of stretch out Mm. and de-wrinkle. The medium heat cycle with a cool-down period at the end is a proven crease-curber, and immediately upon removing from the dryer, you must shake them out. Shake them out, baby! And last but not least, it says, here's a sock-saving tip. Place socks in the washer tub first so they're less likely to attach themselves to other garments and go missing. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Real Simple.
4: I've I've heard the clothes pin your socks together, but who has time for that, really?
0: What? what, What?
4: To clothes pin your socks together so they don't get locked or separated, but I think that takes too much time. Clothes pin your socks together? I would never do that.
0: Who even has a clothes pin nowadays? It's not the 50s. (laughs) We don't have a dryer line outside. (laughs) A clothes pin? Honey, this I one. have
4: clothes, things. Why? Um for the garden. Oh. oh. okay.
3: That was actually one of my favorite segments. Of the Wasn't game.
4: it? Mm-hmm. Huh? Good one. Thank you. Good
3: one, Julian Michael. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. What man? were your other ones? Just kidding. Uh, okay, honey, no no
0: likes uh, I nobody. love that. <laughs> nobody, That's going in. No, no, no nobody likes a smartass, honey. <laughs> The National Academy of Sports Medicine is looking for people who want an exciting career in the fitness industry. You can wake up every day helping people, taking care of your own health, and doing something you love. NASM trainers are improving people's lives by helping them reach their health and fitness goals. And guess what? The demand for these trainers is huge. Imagine waking up every day and being excited to go to work, not to a job with a horrible boss, but to a rewarding career where you work for yourself. Getting paid to stay in shape, help others reach their fitness goals, it doesn't get better than that. You set your own hours, you can work in health clubs, sports clinics, corporate wellness, and you love who you work with. So do what you truly enjoy get paid for it. There's no better time than now to get started on your certification with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Plus, NASM guarantees that you'll land a job as a personal trainer within 60 days of earning your CPT certification, or they will give you your money back guaranteed. So you've got nothing to lose. If you've been thinking about it, stop and take action go to myusa trainer.com for a free 14-day trial of their fast and fun online program that's myusa trainer.com restrictions apply just visit myusa trainer.com for details To the runners, the lifters, the weekend warriors, the triathletes, injuries are a fact of fitness, period. If you don't want to slow down for ice therapy, get Arctic Ease Instant Cold Wraps. You've never experienced anything like these wraps before. It's cold therapy you use while you're still active. So you can run, bike, lift, and keep your joints and muscles wrapped and cool. Arctic Ease wraps stay in place while giving you similar recovery benefits to ice therapy. The surprise thing, there is no freezer needed. The sleek design fits comfortably with no bulky ice. They're reusable, clinically tested, and proven effective. Just put Arctic Ease on and you've targeted instant cold and compression therapy where you need it, when you need it, before, during, and after exercise. For pain, swelling, injuries, you can safely use Arctic Ease for instant long-lasting cold compression therapy even while you're training so you got to try this to believe it don't put your training on ice get reusable arctic ease cold wraps at your local retailer and get instant cooling relief when and where you need it or you can visit arcticease.com.
3: all right Jillian we have Jenny on the line
0: Hey, Jenny. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So, I understand you just had a little one. Yes. Well, the good news is that uh, one of my closest friends, Andrea Orbach, is here with us in the studio today, who happens to be knocked up herself at the moment. Yes. And uh, is also a, well, a fitness expert, but also a pregnancy fitness expert. So, she's going to be tag-teaming this question to try to help you out a little bit here.
5: That's great. And actually, her workout is what I was doing when I was pregnant.
0: Andy. Yay. Look at you, dude. Look at us. Look at you. Uh, So tell me. Okay, so tell us what's going on.
5: Okay, so um, around 30 weeks, I developed pregnancy-induced hypertension. Yep. And about 34 weeks, the doctors told me I could no longer work out. It wasn't... It wasn't safe. Um, so then, then they put me on bed rest because I developed preeclampsia and yep. okay. then they, uh, went ahead and decided to induce two and a half weeks early. Okay. Well, I've now since been to my six week post delivery appointment, cleared with no restrictions. Um, my question is, what's the best way to ease back into working out to get into a good groove? um so i don't overdo it but yet i'm still i'm i'm still doing something that will get me back into you know, four or five times a week at a higher intensity.
2: Sure. So let's treat it a little bit like an injury where you had to refrain from moving, you had mm-hmm. restrictions because of what had happened, and now that you've got the clearance, basically that's the green light to just start progressive again. So because you were active before and during, even though there was a cessation in um, exercise when you had preeclampsia, your body still has muscle memory the same way it would as if you broke a leg, for instance. Mm-hmm. So get back into it slowly, like. You did before and then see how you feel and progress the same advice that they would give anyone who's getting back into it. So do the really uh, crucial things, especially like through childbirth. You didn't have a C-section, it sounds like. You You had a canal birth. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So you want to do your lumbar work. You want to strengthen your glutes back up again. You want to do your structural stuff. You want to get back on the mat and do your core conditioning and get all that, and then start to do intervals. Julie and I are both um, advocates of more intensity versus like you know boring treadmill 45 minute workouts. Dreadmill? I've right. not no, heard that one in. And no one wants a dreadmill, dreadmill. but anyway. <laughs> so you know you're going to do two minutes at a you're going to do two minutes at a time at a certain intensity. You're going to recover. You're going to do it again. The next workout you're going to Add three or four more sets of said two, three-minute intervals and then start to volumize the movements and the load. Get back into that training again and then just see how you feel progressively. I feel like the okay. key is just moderation and you're already a jock, so you know how to go there and do threshold work. Just continue to do it. Science is on your side. Your your good behavior has been, you know, the key that's going to get you back just as fast.
5: Right. How often would you suggest
2: then... Um, to start out. Three times a week and see how it feels. You can always... Okay. A to modify. It sounded like a
0: lot to jump back in. Yeah. Right. It, it just only because of, like, everything you've been through. And I'm so sorry. You, the, the, you just had the baby six weeks ago, right? Well, she's seven weeks now. Seven weeks. Right. Okay. Um, I kind of... Andy, you once said this, and I it really resonated with me, like... If you need a minute, by the way, give yourself a minute. Like, yeah. you're like, I'm going to jump back in 45 times a week. What's yeah. And I feel like you almost feel like, I got to get back. I got to, you know, yeah. this is what I got to right. do. And I, maybe I'm just reading <laughs> into this, but I, I feel like there's a little bit of
2: that going on. And if,
0: me, yeah, three times, give yourself a second. I love three times. Give yourself a second. You can always make (laughs) it three
2: times more intense if you're breastfeeding. You're in the fourth trimester, girl, and you're going to be there for another six months if you're going to be lactating. And so you have hormones on board. You have all the hormones that are now uh, leaving your system to allow your bones and your hips to come back together. So you're still going through structural changes, biologically. And so let's accommodate those a little bit and then see how it feels. So go three times and if those three times need to be 10, 15 minutes longer because you have the energy and baby sleeping and you want to do it, add on a fourth day in two weeks. It's not going to harm you. It's only going to give you the time to progress to let your body catch up. Exactly. You just ran life's biggest marathon. It's okay if you chill. (laughs) It
0: sure is.
2: Yeah. What a great way of putting that. That, that I've never... That that is... That's exactly, I would
0: imagine, what it must feel like.
2: Yeah, so you wouldn't see a marathon runner go, you know what, I need to start doing my splits again and getting into my long days. You refrain, and then you approach it again. And the more time you give gradually, eat well, make sure baby's sleeping, make sure you're sleeping, get in all the necessary things you need to do structurally so that when you start lifting heavy again, you've got those Mm -hmm. biomechanics there for you. Get your glute strength up, get your ab contact back, you know, make sure you're doing all your planks and the things you know to do. Add on more time to your planks. Like work on the foundation and then jump off that platform. Give yourself one more month to add one or two more days on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just ran life's longest
5: marathon. For God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. One of those that that have always looked at myself and and always you know wanted to look as good as I could and you know. So
0: yeah, and I I hear all of that in your voice for some reason, and I just think, honey, it's what it's what Andy said. You just ran life's longest marathon. Yeah, give give yourself a second, honey. You know, it's okay. That's why I
5: wanted to ask because I knew if I jumped back in without asking, I would probably overdo it and and hurt something. And imagine
2: having an injury and then being like delayed for another month because you weren't able to get your body back. If you need an active recovery day, do a little more flexibility stuff. Do your reverse bridges. Do all your core work and consider it like physiotherapy so that you're doing recovery work to justify harder days that when you do go back and then at least you feel like you're doing something. Eat really well. Okay. And then go harder like that because you need the structural work. So maybe reserve those for the days that are active recovery and the other three days do your, you know, your hardcore workouts again okay congrats mommy well thank you exactly
5: yes
0: congrats that's right thank you
5: very much alright
4: sweetheart
0: thank you so much good for luck for calling thank you very much yeah I like yeah yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> give yourself a second one minute yeah a second life's longest marathon mm-hmm Boy, it just sure did seem like that as Heidi's little partner, too. Oh, man. I just was like, wow, this is, it's brutal from the sidelines. Sometimes you wish, you know, I was like, oh, I would run this mile for you, but no can do. No, no can do. And then when do. I saw that she couldn't drink or ski or eat cheese or sushi, I was like, maybe I won't run this one.
2: No. Because I get the kid anyway. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, <laughs> he, I could cheat it. I, I would. have got. I got the gladly. kid anyway. I, ha, I drank the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gladly traded with Tate. Uh, they talk about, oh, it's an experience. Wait, just wait till I'm in the delivery room. <laughs> I am not going to be. Mm-mm. Take the drugs, Mama. I'm taking them. Take the drugs. <laughs>
0: Today's episode was brought to you by Bulu Box. This is a subscription box focused on health and wellness. You get everything like cool supplements, fitness, DVDs, beauty products, and more. Each month, they're going to send you four to five different things to try. Recipes even come with this product. It's the bomb. And the best part is that for every $10 box, you get $10 back in reward points. That's $10 you can use to get more of whatever you liked best in your box. It's a killer deal, so it introduces you to a host of new awesome health and wellness products that you may have never even known about or stuff you love that you just get every single month, people. Bulu Box is offering you a chance to get $20 off a three-month subscription if you go now to BuluBox.com forward slash Jillian. That's B-U-L-U-B-O-X.com forward slash J-I-L-L-I-A-N. Three months for 10 bucks when you visit bulubox.com forward slash Jillian. So here's to discovering a healthier you, people.
3: You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash comedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.